You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon and Moadim Lesimchait. 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, April the 9th, 2023. This is Nomi Sego with the top news at this hour. In the Kvaratzion Cemetery, the funerals will be held at 5 p.m. this afternoon of British-Israeli sisters Maya D., age 20, and Rina D., age 15, from Efrat, who were murdered in a Palestinian shooting attack near Hamra in the Jordan Valley on Friday. Their mother, 48-year-old Leah, remains hospitalized in critical condition at Hadassah and Karim Hospital in Jerusalem, where doctors are fighting to save her life. The family immigrated to Israel from the U.K. Security forces are continuing the manhunt for the two terrorists who fired on the family's car. In Jerusalem this morning, more than 15,000 Jewish worshippers took part in the traditional priestly blessing at the Western Wall Plaza. Earlier, more than 800 Jews visited the Temple Mount under heavy police security, with no exceptional incidents reported. Police and border police reinforcements are deployed around the capital to secure the converging religious events, the Passover priestly blessing at the Western Wall, Muslim prayers for Ramadan, and Easter commemorations in Jerusalem's Old City. The Golan Regional Council has declared a return to routine in line with IDF Homefront Command directives following the security escalation on that sector overnight. Six rockets were launched from southern Syria at the Golan Heights last night and earlier this morning in two separate barrages hours apart. Three of the projectiles landed in Israeli territory, the army said. Two landed in open areas and the third was intercepted by the Iron Dome. The IDF responded to the rocket fire with artillery and drone strikes into southern Syria, targeting the launchers that had been used to fire the rockets. Israeli fighter jets also carried out strikes hitting a military compound, a radar installation, and artillery positions. The Syrian regime said its air defenses had intercepted several of the missiles. A Palestinian Syria militia calling itself the Al-Quds Battalion claimed responsibility for the first salvo, saying it was in response to Israeli aggression on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The rocket fire on the Golan is the latest escalation amid heightened tensions in all sectors to terror attacks on Friday in the Jordan Valley and in Tel Aviv that left three people dead. Rocket fire on Israel from Lebanon and the Gaza Strip last week that Israel blamed on Hamas and responded to with retaliatory strikes. And all this preceded by two nights of Israeli police raids at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, where Palestinian rioters had barricaded themselves. The Hezbollah leader, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, met in Beirut today with a Hamas delegation led by the organization's leader. A Hezbollah statement said the sides discussed the important developments in the Palestinian sectors linked to the Al-Aqsa Mosque and the growing resistance in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. The mayor of the western town of Stirot says that a scheduled concert this evening of singer Hanan Ben-Ari has been cancelled, this under the directive of the head of the IDF Southern Command. 
The Mossad has denied as completely false and baseless a New York Times newspaper report citing an assessment in purportedly leaked Pentagon documents that the intelligence agency's leaders had encouraged Mossad officials and Israeli citizens to participate in the protests against the government's judiciary overhaul. A statement released by the prime minister's office on behalf of the Mossad said the report in the American press is mendacious and without any foundation whatsoever. The statement said that the Mossad and its senior officials did not and do not encourage agency personnel to join the demonstrations against the government, political demonstrations or any political activity. According to the New York Times, the assessment was in a central intelligence update from March 1st and based on information obtained through Signals Intelligence. In February, media reports in Israel had said that the Mossad chief had authorized a request from lower-level employees to participate in the protests against the judiciary reform as private citizens and on condition that they not reveal their affiliation with the organization. Protests against the government's judiciary overhaul began last night with a minute's silence in memory of the D sisters killed in the Jordan Valley attack on Friday, as well as Italian national Alessandro Parini, a 35-year-old lawyer from Rome who was murdered in a car ramming attack on the Tel Aviv promenade in Tel Aviv on Saturday night. Seven other tourists sustained light to moderate injuries in that attack when the perpetrator, a 48-year-old Arab-Israeli from Kfar Qasim, plowed his car into them before it flipped onto the grass in the Charles Clore Park. He was shot to death by police after he reached into the vehicle for a suspicious object, which turned out to be a plastic toy gun. The weather outlook, much hotter with extreme Sharav conditions over most of the country, accompanied by strong winds and haze, chance of local sandstorms in the south. The weather will shift tomorrow with colder, more humid air entering the region in the afternoon, bringing local showers accompanied by isolated thunderstorms, mostly in the south and east, with a severe flood warning for streams in the area. Rains spreading to other parts of the country toward evening. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 29, Beersheba 36, and Inelat going up to 34 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.